Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We'll talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventure. Thanks for listening. I don't feel like I have an accurate way to compare because I've Raising never... Raising canes, I've heard it's dry. But they have the best sauce, so you just drown the it sauce. in. Oh, now we're going to debate the Chick-fil-A sauce. Chick-fil-A sauce is second to none. Second oh. to the canes. Only, only to canes. Sauce. Only to have canes. Have you had canes sauce? I, okay, I don't, feel like we can, I don't feel like we can be honest because we haven't had canes sauce. I don't need to. But I have the Lord's chicken. <laughs> All right. Bobby, we're going to Raising Cane's Chicken sometime now. soon. <laughs> Try it out. Well, it's better than Chick-fil-A sauce. Are you serious? Ooh. I think it is. I like it better. What is What's better? It like? Is yeah. it sweeter? I mean, how no, can it be better? Complex. It has more complex flavor. To me, Chick-fil-A sauce tastes like kind of mayo and ketchup combined. Like, that's about it. We must, we're just simple folk. We're, we're good. Just, we're just good. simple folk. Good Midwest boy and girl here. You know, just give me the sauce. You just give us that bread and butter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it's time okay, to dive we in. will. We will revisit this. Yeah. Okay. So, my right now, run this from the top. Podcast is started. To you listening right now. Yes. You give us feedback. Raising Cane's chicken and their sauce versus the Lord's chicken and its sauce, which is better. I've never had Raising Cane's, but I just have a hard time imagining anything is better than I feel Chick-fil-A. like we will have it. We need to have it now because we need to give the people the truth. Okay. And if and you couldn't hear it, what's happening back here, <laughs> the magicians behind the cameras Our are Michael Lewis and, and Pete Hernandez. Visual, yes. And they're Raising Cane's fans. So you, you, you give us your word. And if you didn't know, the, the Lord's Chicken is uh, Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A, just in case you missed that. Yes, the That's Lord's helpful. Chicken is Chick-fil-A. Thank you, Michael. Anyways... Today, I'm, we're going to attempt to yeah. talk about Hebrews 3 as I settle down okay. right now. I know, I'm pretty, I'm emboldened. Does, <laughs> does Raising Cane's have reward system and points? Nope. <laughs> Check. One. Yep. Yep. Three Second strikes, tier. you're done. <laughs> Chick-fil-A's got that beautiful reward system. Anyways, we're talking about Hebrews 3. I know. And technically, this is our first podcast on Hebrews. So, general overview right. here. Yes, helpful. Uh, the author who... Not sure who it is. Probably Paul. Could be a few different, yes. Mm -hmm. Is talking to people who clearly are religious and spiritual, are aware of Jesus, and know the Old Testament very well. Well, So as you and I read the the book of Hebrews, it's important that we have a dictionary next to us because there's all kinds of big names and words you got to look up and figure out what is this talking about and what's it alluding to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's most likely pointing back to an Old Testament person or an Old Testament prophecy or scripture. mm -hmm. And so some of the main points that you're trying to get away are that Jesus is better than everybody Mm -hmm. and everything better than Moses, better than the angels, better than the temple, better than the law, a whole list of things. Jesus is better than them. Mm. Um, The other thing that the author is trying to convey to this people at this time is that hold fast to God as he holds fast to you in the midst of persecution. And he keeps going back to like who God Mm. has called his people to be in the midst of that. And Jesus is the fulfillment of the entire Bible, especially the old Testament. And so, here you have, yeah, going back to um, Old Testament stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it might be helpful. Like we talk about that, whether you use your Bible app or literally one of the encouragements that we heard in reading Hebrews is like, go back and read the reference points. Like uh, pretty much all the Bibles that we have or that you are going to see will have it italicized or 
you know, set apart in the paragraph so that you can go back and, and, and maybe you don't have time, you know, today to do that. But I think that's an encouragement just to really understand the fullness of what this chapter, what this book is trying to present to you. That's like, whoa, really all of the Bible. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Anyway, I'll jump in. So the beginning of chapter three, um, sounds like this. This is verse one. Therefore, holy brothers who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, the apostle and high priest whom we confess. And so throughout the chapter, then he's going to talk about how Jesus is, like Clark said, better than, you know, the other high priest apostles, Moses, but really, and this is like your basic, like devotional answer that I'm going to like present to you. I like that. But the thing that stuck out to me was just fix, fix your thoughts. And why this sticks out is because it's not, it's, it's like an active command. It's not a passive thing that, you know, you can do, don't do or do, or, you know, maybe if you feel like it, no, it's like when you fix something, yes. And that means it doesn't move like a fixed point. Um, that's really when you're talking about like, um, I'm going to say geography, no topography and like just different times of like map, right language you need a fixed point or like when you're sailing that kind of stuff anyway and so that stuck out to me and i think some folks that i know i remember being in a woman's bible study and one of the ways that was helpful for this uh lady to to be able to literally fix her thoughts was she in the morning she would have her bible app that's what she used next to like Instagram and her email and other stuff. And one of the ways like to help her fix her thoughts was I have to move everything else off this home screen so that it's literally just the Mm. Bible app. And then I was like, see strategy, do what you have to do. Exactly. We, you know, we got stuff coming at us. We're distracted. We've got, you know, life happening all around us. And so what are you doing intentionally to set yourself up to, for success, what, how to fix. And so I think that was one of those things that just seems like a minor thing to do, but that was so helpful mm. for her. I think what for, we talked with this before for me, um, anyway, to go on, but to literally, when I say I'm going to pray for somebody, I put it in my calendar. Like when I, I'm fixing like my thoughts unto the Lord and on behalf of my children at this time, I am going to say, maybe it's a one minute prayer. Maybe it's a couple minutes anyway, but yeah. just wh- what are you doing? How are you um, helping yourself uh, fix your thoughts uh, really stuck out? So kind of just a, you know, vague. That's good like devotion word fixing our thoughts is really difficult nowadays like you said because of the distraction and Mm -hmm. because of this pace of life and how everything's you know so quickly accessible by touch of a button or a swipe of the thumb so fixing your thoughts is an important thing to do that stick out to me that's i have more but what you share what's what's going on in your brain honestly the first thing not much happening in my brain the first thing that stands out to me is verse four and that is for every house is built by someone but God is mm. the builder of everything. And as you read that verse in the context of Hebrews, again, what the writer is telling us is that Jesus is better than everything. He's better than the angels. He's better than the law. He's better than the temple. Mm-hmm. He's better than other prophets. Um, and I think at times, even within the Christian community, we can elevate other things and people, good, good stuff above God, like celebrity pastors. I, yeah. You know, you see that and when a pastor falls, it really does a great deal of harm to the church because without people realizing it, they might have idolized that man sure. or, or that leader in a certain way. And, and obviously that's going to be devastating if you trusted somebody anyways. But 
I think at times people might put people ahead of God, mm-hmm. authors, speakers, pastors, maybe parents, I don't know, sure. people that you really look up to. I think sometimes people, we can like love studying the word in the scriptures and mm-hmm. memorizing and analyzing and how many times this word pop up, these kind of things, yeah. and actually forget that it's a living document, that God's spirit mm-hmm. is supposed to speak to us through the scriptures, and that this is all actually pointing to Jesus. And so we just like reading the book and we forget about right. him. Same thing with church, like mm-hmm. Christian community and singing and all these really good things. But if we're not fixing our thoughts on Jesus, the songs can be greater than Jesus, the scriptures, and sure. the, the book, the pastor, whoever. Mm-hmm. And here I'm just being reminded that Jesus is the builder of everything. Mm-hmm. Here. God is. He's the cornerstone. He's the foundation. And we're just playing our small part and role in <laughs> God's plan for us. Yeah. And so just doing like a and uh, self-intake, just looking at mm. like, hey, what am I really caring about? Even the good things of God, am I too preoccupied yeah. with some of these things or not? Mm-hmm. And am I remembering that's all about the Lord? Mm-hmm. So that, that's what stuck out to me right away. Mm. Um, I have got more towards the second half of the chapter. Anything else on you? No, that's really good. I'm, I'm with you. I think that's a, a great spot to pause and do a little prayer of examine mm-hmm. and then just keep walking. And really people like this, this is a really awesome practice in your Bible reading to do anyway. Like when there's a, something that's stirring, like, okay, let's pause. Let's, you know, maybe journal, maybe have a quick prayer and then get back to the reading or whatever. Yeah. So no, I think that's a gift. I was, my next thing was verse 12. Okay. Um, yeah. So for me then seven through 11, if you have a subtitles within your Bible, it says mm-hmm. warning against unbelief. It says, The Holy Spirit says today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts (laughs) as you did in the rebellion during that time of testing in the wilderness where your ancestors tested and tried me. Though for 40 years, they saw what I did. That is why I was angry with this generation. I said, their hearts are always going astray and they have not known my ways. So I declared an oath in my anger. They shall never enter my rest. And this is referring to the Psalms, which are pointing back to the Exodus. It was so Mm. crazy to me in the midst of these warnings against unbelief is that these people were in Egypt when God parted the Red Sea Mm -hmm. and when he caused the plagues to happen and when he delivered them from the hand of Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. And then he gave them the promised land and then they were too scared to go in. It's like their own fault. Mm. And it's like, man, if I saw the Red Sea part, (laughs) would would I be like them? Would I doubt have these yeah because today for us in 2022 we have the whole bible yeah like this all like makes sense it all points to jesus mm-hmm. the new testament points back to the death and resurrection helps us make sense of today the old testament some of the wild stories even the beautiful ones all the prophecies are pointing to and you see jesus fulfills all of them so mm. the warning here is just it's okay to ask your questions but really wrestle with them within the christian community and look and see what this has, because sometimes we, we meet God in powerful ways and, and that's not enough evidently right. to be entertained or convinced. Like even mm-hmm. this, this Pharisees and the Sadducees would bump into Jesus often and say, perform a sign or a wonder. Right. He'd say, woe to this age. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to get me to put on a circus and talent show mm-hmm. here. You guys mm-hmm. have no desire to have an intentional relationship with me, mm-hmm. which is where I think you and I need to find ourselves today. Yeah is the intimacy that we can have with God and that God wants to have with you. Mm-hmm. When you have that and you answer your hard questions and you, you, you wrestle with your hard questions, you're going to end up encountering God, I believe, 
in a yeah. powerful way, whether it's through the scriptures, but also through the Christian community as we navigate our way through the ups and downs of life, because life's hard yeah, and stuff happens and doubts arise mm-hmm. and, and that's okay. It's part of being a human, mm-hmm. but addressing them appropriately and going back to look at God's faithfulness, because if those folks who were about to go into the promised land looked at the giants there and the, the land flung with milk and honey, but yeah. remembered like the cruelty of Pharaoh in that moment. Right. And remembered like how hard it was to work and, and like make bricks double time. Hmm. But man, if I remember how bad that was and what God did, I got to trust he's going to take this giant out so we can come into this land. Hmm. And uh, so I'm just going back on God's faithfulness and remembering he's faithful. Yeah. Trying to have that intimate relationship, that close relationship with him by yeah. myself, but also in our marriage with our yep. kids and then the church. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got. What stands out to you from Yeah. Well, it's actually, I think that's hand in hand. So like intimacy is one of those things that's not created, like you said, on these mountain topics at moments. Intimacy is forged in the daily choosing of... Fires of Mordor. See, I'm trying to be serious. I'm trying to have a thought and you just (laughs) down the toilet. Uh, (laughs) Um, That's how you went forged and I was thinking Lord of the Rings. Anyways... Oh, that's another, we could, that's another hot topic right now. Yes. The rings of power. power. Anyway, you guys. Intimacy is forged. Intimacy is, it is, it's forged. Cause that's what people say. Like, well, you know, I fell in love and I felt, well, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about the kind of love that you just fall in and out of. We're talking about the type of love that is forged in these, like in persecution, in these hard times where we choose to fix our thoughts and we choose, okay, really, he could just continue to choose us over and over and over again. And so I, that's what stuck out to me. Verse 12, see to it brothers that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God, but encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness daily. So daily, you know, I'm sure you guys have heard this before, but there's a saying that's like habits eat willpower for lunch or breakfast for breakfast habits eat willpower because we think we have this lie that we can tell ourselves that like i can stop whenever i want to or i'll choose that tomorrow or whatever it sounds like to you but the reality is what you have your thoughts fixed on is Mm -hmm. how your body is going to act out of. And those are your habits. And so literally daily turning back to the Lord in repentance and receiving his grace for the day. And if you're part of Emmanuel and you are not in a text loop to read it, write it, pray it, share it, please, please, please join your Bible study text loop. Ask your neighbors, your brothers, your sisters, your colleagues, whoever. Hey, could I message you a message of the scripture reading that we're doing? Because daily, daily we got to be doing this so we don't have a hard heart. I've got a good example of that. I had a guy message my group and he's really grown in the Lord and God's challenging him in all areas of his life. And he reached out and basically said, guys, can't come to group tonight. I've got to get my daughter. She's with me. I'm going to be missing out today. I'd really like to join you, but I really want to spend the rest of the day with her. He's not living under the same roof as her right now. And so we encouraged him Mm -hmm, and he mm -hmm. responded, thanks brothers. I really need to this. I'm trying my best. I want to be for them there for them as much as I can. I really wish I could be there every day of my life, hug them, tuck them into bed, wake up next to them, feed them, play with them, teach them about Jesus. Every opportunity Mm. I have, I want to give them all my time. I feel like I, I suck sometimes and I need to do better. And so our guys responded to him, mm. hey, buddy, like you're doing good. Like Control yeah. what you can control. Take one step at a time. Stay connected to Jesus. 
point them to Christ. And in time, you're going to look back and see, yeah. you've come a long way, you already have. Mm. And he responds to the text loop. Thanks so much. I'll keep up with this great advice. Thank you for the encouragement. It means a lot, fellas. I'm grateful for you. And that's just a simple text messaging <sighs> coming out of someone, you know, sending encouraging words. Yes. And he really needed a pick-me-up. And really, mm-hmm. he's doing a good job. Yeah. He's, he's going the right direction, trending the right way, learning what it means to be a godly father. I'm praying one day a husband. And I believe the best days of his life are ahead of him. And so that, that encouragement, that daily encouragement yeah. is what is it blessing him to go on. And it's yeah. coming from a number of people in our small group. It's awesome. So there you go. Um, should we go to Raising Cane's right now? Oh my goodness, we're done. You guys, thanks so much for talking about Hebrews chapter three with us. We will, we will eat Raising Cane's and we will talk about it again on we the will, podcast. We will let you know what we think. And we, I will, we Your will be honest. Chicken expertise I'll take here. notes. <laughs> thanks for listening, you guys. God bless you today. The Lord bless you and keep you. Don't make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give him his peace. Have a great day.